<laughs> What's going on? Welcome back to uh, Planet Flags Podcast. My name is Senga. I'm Mr. Michael Ponza. He's in the building. Uh, how are you doing? You're looking fly here this uh, this afternoon, man. Got nice. Is I'm that pink? Good. Um, it's it's a magenta c- color. It's not pink. No, no, no. We're not gonna disrespect me. <laughs> I thought you were about to hit me with that Jay Z line, but like, it's mauve, bro. It's mauve. It's definitely not pink, bro. It's not all the way pink. This is not all the way pink. So no, nah, we can't say it's pink. It's mauve. It's mauve. <laughs> um, but how's your weekend? Things have been good. You know, I'm I'm on the road right now, so if I'm sounding weird, it's because uh, I got a makeshift uh, studio set up here. Um, I you know what? I just came back from America. For some reason, Mike, I don't know how you weren't able to do this, but I made it back from America with no COVID, bro. <laughs> so I don't know what you were doing. First of, first of all, I was I was in Europe. Don't disrespect me, your little America bullshit. But I was in it's worse. It's worse in America, is it not than, than Europe? No, it was way worse in Europe because America. You all you had to do when you came um, when you're coming back to Canada. Let me know. Did you have to? Um, get a rapid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this at work, and that doesn't catch anything for COVID. Hey, bro, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it doesn't. We had, we. Oh, I don't know how to say this, but yeah, we had a case where we had a somebody. We the whole crew gets a PCR test, and well, somebody in our crew got um COVID from the PCR test. PCR test told him he had COVID. We then looked at it through the lens of the rapid and it showed negative. And then we had him do two other rapids and it showed negative as well. But then we had him do another PCR one and it showed positive. So yeah, quick, quick rapids don't show um, positive. First off, I don't know why you bust my bubble here. And yes, I have to agree with you. The rapid tests are definitely not, uh, they're not 100% when it comes to, you know, Horrible. figuring out things. It's required from the government of Canada to get back into the country or you could face some fines or um or some isolation shit. Like fines up to $5,000. And by the way, man, yo, Walgreens, fuck y'all. <laughs> Let's get that clear right now. Walgreens, fuck y'all. Because uh, so I was in Myrtle Beach and uh, enjoying mm-hmm. the sun, the beach, the pool. Great time, man. Myrtle Beach. Sure off. Huh? Of sure course. Bro, okay, you're not I'm one DJ, of them. I'm DJ Khaled, bro. I'm okay, sexy you're not as them. fuck. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm just making sure. I, I know a lot of y'all big people don't. You, I, I be so mad at y'all. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? Y'all should not care. But sh- shirt on in the hot tub, just cause. Okay, okay, that's cool. That's uh, that's whatever. But yeah, Myrtle Beach is it, it's fantastic, man. I don't know if you've if you've ever been there or not, but if you get the chance, mm. bro, head on out there. It, it's it's fucking cool. I got a hotel for you to, to stay in. It's a nice hotel. Rates were pretty were pretty reasonable. Um, but it like it was a great time, man. Great fucking time out there. Weather was nice and the people, bro. Southern hospitality. I know we're, we weren't like deep deep south, but the southern hospitality was was so real. I went to a gas station uh, the one morning because I couldn't find uh, like a liquor store. Mm-hmm. I said to the lady, I said, "Yo, wait, where's a uh, where's a liquor store? Where, where can I get some liquor?" She's like, "What?" I'm like. Like Hennessy, Bacardi, like where can I get liquor? She's like, baby, you trying to be drinking liquor at this time in the morning? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I, this is just for later on. I want to pick up some bottles. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, you just go down the go down the street right there. You just open up your Googles and you and you'll find it. I was like, all right, thank you. Um, but yeah, everyone was super like everyone was super nice and kind and sweet. Uh, no problems there, man. Uh, but. The reason why I say fuck Walgreens is because we get booked to test with uh, 
to get it done with Walgreens and fuck Spirit mm. at the same time. Like uh, Spirit, I love. I, we have we have like a love and hate relationship with Spirit right now, bro. Why are you, you flying with Spirit? No. <laughs> no, no, I am past that tax bracket, bro. That tax bracket has long left me. No way am I in that tax bracket where I'm flying Spirit. No lord, I fly Air Canada. I fly Air Canada or British Airways. Bro, I'm trying to go somewhere. It's so funny that you say that because. When I told when I told my sister and another person that uh, you know I flew Spirit, they're like, "Ew, it's Delta or nothing." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'm like, "What are y'all talking about?" And and this is look this is before I get to the Walgreens. Yeah, Delta's thing. really nice. Delta's really nice. That's my give you a massage, Delta, bro. Or um, what is it? Airlines or Air something? Or Amati, Amati. Oh, that that airline's expensive, but boy, will they treat you? <laughs> so um. The, my big problem with Spirit is that the entire flight was like a fucking advertisement, bro. These motherfuckers were selling shit left and right. <laughs> like they were selling shit and they're giving away points. They're like, oh, you know, um, if you fill out if you fill out this MasterCard application, we'll give you one thousand Spirit credits just for filling it out. And if you get approved, it's five thousand Spirit credits. I'm like, goddamn. And then they were going like. They were just, they were promoting so much stuff. And the worst part about them all doing all this promotion shit is the motherfuckers couldn't read the script, bro. They were like, they were struggling to read the script. I'm like, how many times have you done? I'm like, isn't this your job? Don't you do this like, you know, twice a day? Like, what is going on here? They'd be tired, bro. They'd be tired. Like, the same Delta, the same Air Canada. Dog, Air Canada does not sell you anything, dog. They'd be like, yo, yo, do not die. We do not die here. We're not dying here. I'd be like, I bet leg room. I watch a movie and kick up for like the next six hours because they know I ain't doing much in that, anything else after that. Like yeah. the one, two commercials. <laughs> but, but I hate the food. I always hate like airplane food is always disgusting to me. I've never sat there and been like, yeah, yo, it's, it's, I'm about it's to eat. never good. It's never good. I see people like fully eat it. Oh, I'm like, and I, I love it. And it, and, Bro, and like I seen a white boy do it, and I'm like, oh, you're a different kind of breed. Bro, I, I, I smelt it, and I was like, oh, this is not, no, Lord, this is not for my tax bracket. No, no. And that's another thing, too, bro. There was no free snacks. Like, I love, I love WestJet. When I'm flying in Canada, or if I, even if I fly outside of Canada, I always try to book a WestJet flight because they always got that complimentary, like, drinks and snacks for you. And then, like, the upgrade, just to upgrade your seats. It's never been super expensive. So every time I've flown with WestJet, I've always just upgraded my seats because it was it was just cheap to do it. Sometimes you got lucky, bro, and, and it didn't cost you anything to upgrade. And then you get even more snacks and stuff. You know what I mean? So, but flying with Spear was, it, it bro, like they were nickel and dime you at every goddamn turn, bro. And then the people who are trying to like tell you these safety announcements and stuff, it's like, yo, have you not done this before? Like I, I had a half a mind to get up there and be like, yo, give me the script. I will read out this shit for you because I, I read scripts and shit for, for, for a living. All right. And uh, I can do it like a much better job, but all in all, I, all in all, I would fly spirit again. Only on short flights. Anything, anything above, you know, an hour and a half, I'm checking out, bro. I'm, I'm picking, enough, I'm picking <laughs> a different airline. But if, if it's, if it's less than an hour and a half, I'll, I'll, I'll like, uh, I'll fly it. I'll, I'll fly it. I'll fly Spirit because you know the rates are cheap, bro. But just, yo, enough with the advertisements. We don't need to be selling every single thing you, every product you have, and then enough with like nickel and diming me at every single friggin' turn, bro. Like, relax.
It's not that serious, okay? It's yeah, like I said, bro. I am, I'm out that tax bracket, so I don't know what that tax bracket, bracket looks like anymore. You're such <laughs> a hater. Once you're, once you're, Zang, when you were up, you were exactly like me. You were like, my God, I just took out like seven hundred dollars, and you know, this guy one time said on the pod, I'll never forget this. My God, I took out like seven hundred dollars, and you know, that's a blessing because I'm like, wait. This nigga just tell me take out seven hundred dollars like it was nothing. Was like, That's a blessing because you know, not many people could do that. I'm like sitting there going, yeah, nigga, not me. I can't do that. Now I'm here <laughs> sitting here being like, yeah, nigga, <laughs> this shit is beautiful. I understand what you're talking about. That this shit is lovely. Trust me, it's Yo, a lovely lifestyle. But but I, I I've been talking about this whole entire Walgreens thing. Fuck Walgreens, uh, because yeah, why? <laughs> we booked a rapid test with Walgreens, and this is where where also Spirit gets the double fuck you as well too because. We got there at a reasonable time, right? So our time to get to, uh, uh, so we flew from Myrtle, we flew, we flew from Detroit to Myrtle Beach and then back from Myrtle Beach to Detroit. And our, our rapid test was set up at Walgreens for 4.45, I believe it was. And mm-hmm. Spirit got us there on a, on a pretty decent time, but I think it was like two o'clock that they got us there. And we left at like 12. Oh, so they drove you there? Uh, who drove us where? So how did you get to Walgreens? Did you drive yourself there? No, 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 no listen, listen, this, this is okay. what I'm getting to. So Spirit gets us back to the airport around two o'clock before I left about like 1245 or something like that. Bro, tell me why it took over an hour for Spirit to deliver our goddamn bags over an hour. And so we, so we had to wait for his time to get the bags, got the bags, made it to the other side of the, the airport so we could get into our, our, our car service thing to take us to pick up the car. By the time like we actually got on the thing and got to the vehicle, bro, it was, it was, it was like four o'clock. It was like fucking four o'clock and we needed to travel 45 minutes just to get to, to Walgreens. So we're, uh, you know, tripping out, calling Walgreens and we finally get someone in the line and we're asking about like, you know, we got a rapid test set up at, at 4.45 and the ladies on the phone's like, we don't do that. And then I was at the fucking phone. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? You don't do that. And then you hang up the phone. We literally booked a test through your website. You tell me how you don't do that. That's why they get the fuck you, bro. I was like, what's going on here? And so we ended up going, this is a crazy part because of that, because of spirit and because of Walgreens, we ended up doubling back and driving back to the damn airport to spend $75 each to get a damn rapid test at the, at the fucking place, just so we wouldn't get any type of fines or anything when we hit the Canadian border. And that was just a whole ordeal. Like, bro, should have got back to the country around like nine o'clock, but because of everything that got fucked up, didn't mm-hmm. get back until 2 a.m. <laughs> so I was like, yo, fuck everyone, man. Like it was everything just went wrong. Like, but it was you know what? We made it back to the country, no COVID based upon the rapid test. And the worst part is that on April 1st, the government of Canada is getting rid of the the rapid test requirements to come back into the country. Basically, everything's gone. Like Doug Ford is pushing this. How do you feel about that, the election so far? Like, do you think he's gonna win? Like, oh. I have a strong I have a strong belief. There was there's this article I was reading earlier about how um they don't know how the turnout's gonna be. So the turnout is low, Doug Ford might win it. But I'm like I'm sitting there going I'm like, I don't know about that because if all the restrictions are gone and people are like back to normal, like you, you could just go anywhere to go vote. I think a lot of people are just gonna go to like the regular schools right here and vote. 
right? Because like my my local place to go vote is the school like five minutes away from me. It's like a five minute walk, but it was closed because of COVID and everything. Really? And restrictions. Yeah, restrictions and COVID. They were just like, yo, we're not doing it through the school. They did it at like this big community center, but the community center, they only had like certain allowance of booth. It was so stupid. They they had this whole big arena and they only allowed like the voting area to have like one section and then everywhere else section was like playing soccer. I'm like, yo, this could have been done so much quicker <laughs> if like the mayor just stepped in and was like, no, you guys are not doing that. And this is a, a community center. That means we run it. We own it. I think if it's a community center, um, local, it's a, it's locally owned, right? By the, like the mayor and stuff, right? So if the mayor wants to add, I, I would think it. I think it would be by like the, the city, right? They're the the city run and owned uh, community community centers, which essentially your yeah. taxpayers pay your tax dollars pay for it. If that's the case, could be wrong. I don't know. If, if if that's the case, then my tax my tax money went stupidly because I'm like I'm here to vote. And you're telling me other people are here to play soccer and that's okay. I'm like, no, 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 not for today. You give the whole booth to the voting people and you'd be like, yo, just make it simple. You're, you're not wrong. Like, you're right. Like, on a day like it's an, it's an election day, you don't have to go play soccer at, at the fucking community center. You can wait a day while we get through all this fucking voting stuff. But then again, I don't know why more people don't do this, bro. I always advance, like, in the past couple of years, I've always uh, did advance voting. So I'm like, I don't got the time. Like, I don't want to take the time out of my day, even though I legally can and go wait in line to go vote when I can just go on an advanced polling day where there's not a lot of people who are going to be there and just get in and get out. I, I try to do that. And you can vote <clears throat> in Canada. You can vote online. So you they're can? trying to do this new. Yes. When, bro? What? It's long time. If you're on Twitter, if you're ever on Twitter, don't you ever see that X? Like vote X and it's like, oh, you can vote on the bus. You can vote here. You can vote here. You can vote here. All you have to do is fill it in. Bro, I this is this is true. This is brand new news to me because I've never heard of that. And the fact that if yeah. I can just if I can just fucking roll over to the top of my bed, open up my iPhone and just fucking cast my ballot without having to go take time out of my day, sign me the fuck up, bro. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you could definitely vote online. I just I didn't I didn't finish um the whole registration, but yeah, you could definitely vote online. It's beautiful. I loved it. I love the fact that you can and it's like well I mean it's it's super very, convenient, right? That's that's the thing, right? Yeah. That, that's gonna help increase uh a voter turnout, right? Because it's one of the biggest things. People just some people just don't have they literally don't have the time, even though they legally have the time. Your employer has to give you time to go and vote and do your civic duty. And who knows? Maybe it's the people like, and it's also the people too who just who just don't believe in voting in in our democratic uh, election and and process and stuff, which is kind of disheartening. But I I can understand where they're coming from for that situation. But to the topic at hand, do I think Ford is going to win? I don't know. And I was very fucking confident, bro. I was super fucking confident that he would, but I don't know now. Like I'm, I'm sitting here trying. Like he's he's doing he's doing the buck a beer, you know, two right now with the whole entire like you know everyone we're, we're giving you back we're giving the the the, the population one point one billion dollars back no more uh our car stickers you're not gonna need to have the stickers on your vehicle anymore they're, they're getting rid of the mass mandates they're they're dropping this they're dropping that like he's doing buck a buck a beer 2.0 and for those who don't know uh, when ford ran he ran on this thing called buck a beer where you know when you buy a bottle of beer or a case of beer the beer should cost a dollar a buck of beer which 
a lot of the companies were not <laughs> like Molson and Budweiser were not about to drop their prices. So Ford worked with, I think like the, uh, the PC brand president's choice brand to come up with like this fucking no name beer, beer, which by the way, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. It wasn't that bad. If you needed to get drunk and you only had $6 or like seven bucks with the taxes and stuff, get the fuck a beer, man. Like, I, like after like two beers, three beers, it, it just, it all just tastes the same. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm not beer dude. So I'll, I'll let you win on that one. But I have a, it's really, 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 really interesting that what he's doing. Cause I, okay. Me being scared of COVID, whatever, that's one side of it. Like, that's one side of my brain. But I'm just trying to think of it, like, just locally and, like, who Ford it might be targeting. And if I think he's targeting the what-if people that believe in COVID but, like, are tired of, like, the vaccine mandates and are tired of, like, like our, our double vax spread, like, dear y'all, bro, why the fuck am I wearing this Maxis if I caught COVID type shit? If he can get those people to vote for him, because the other two candidates, honestly, then let's be honest, haven't made any noise. Like, I, I can honestly tell you, <laughs> next to Doug Ford, I don't know who else is running. Andrea Horvath, the leader of the NDE, of the, of the NDP, which I had a conversation with a friend uh, a little while ago, and we, we, like, unanimously agreed. Like, she's not a good leader. Like if we're sitting here being honest, like she's just not a good leader. And what she does a lot of the time, we've talked about this a few different times is she just talks to fucking talk, bro. And she makes non issues into issues. And, and it's just confusing to me. I'm like, like, let's be honest. The NDP not going to win this election. If they do, I fuck, I will be surprised as hell, but they're not <laughs> going to win this election. And I think what's going to happen is someone's going to call for like a non-confidence vote in uh, Andrea Horvath's leadership and she'll be out and then they'll have someone else run it and, and, and replace her. Who, who's the liberals running for? Are liberals in this or no? Yeah, bro, they're all in. I, I just don't know. I don't know who, who this it's It's some guy, man. Like no one. Like, I don't see, know. Who that's how guy bad is. it is, though. <laughs> that's how bad. Like, you see what I'm trying to say? Like, that's how bad it is. Like, nobody knows who else is running next to Doug Ford. And like, if I was them out, my campaign would be starting now. You, you, you idiots. You don't start the shit again. Elections in June. So you got April, May and June. But I'm like. Bro, you don't start the shit. You got to get in people's heads now that you're a good candidate. Like you attacking Doug for about vaccine mandates or whatever. That's low ball fruit. You got to go at Doug's head. You got to go at Doug's head. You got to talk to him about how housing bills are too high for people to afford. You got to hit go. them where it hurts. Talk that you gotta talk. You got to hit the highways. You got to hit everything about how Doug Ford has not done anything during construction during his eight year prep. Eight years that he has eight not. Years. He's eight, not been in power for eight years. No shot. It's been like four. Okay, and then attack him. I would attack him right where it hurts. I would be like, yo, Doug Ford cares about his rich friends and only his rich friends. Doug Ford has given taxes to the rich and left the poor and middle class useless. Housing prices are through the roof and Doug Ford has done nothing to help you. Doug Ford has only given you money when you want to, when you want your vote, when you, <laughs> when your vote is not needed anymore, Doug Ford will go back and help the rich. Doug Ford has made a highway for a highway 413 that no one needs, <laughs> but his rich friends came and bothered him. So he then decided to make a highway. Doug Ford also, and this is going to be the lowest blow you got to take. And this blow is going to hurt. 
if he does this, if one person does this. Doug Ford also supported the killing of a, was it two people? It was a, a grandmother, a grandson, and a and two kids were in the car. I, I think you remember that story. And like there was this drunk kid, drunk, um, not even kid, drunk adult, and he killed some, and he killed them. And then like now that father's name is like on the hospital. And Doug Ford went there and congratulated everybody. And like he congratulated the hospital's business. He's like, oh yeah, this is a new what? hospital being built and everything. Yeah, this is in Vaughn. Bro, why, like, am, I, why a, am I just hearing about this now? Like this is, what? <laughs> yeah, Doug Ford came down and everything. Congrats. And I'm like, if I was an election leader, even though that's a low blow, bro, you hit him where it hurts. You hit right where the kneecaps are and you cut it off and you'd be like, Doug Ford supports killings. Doug Ford does not support hospitals or nurses inside the building. He supports the people outside that support the killings of like, I would go so low and yeah, maybe some Canadians would be like, ah, oh, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it would make Doug Ford look like the evil guy that if you believe or not believe he is that you, you, you claim he is. And you just let Doug, Doug has to wear that. Cause he did go to the, the event. He did go to the event to open up the hospital. Like, you can't not wear that. You can't not wear it and say that, oh, I didn't know that. No, no, no. You knew who name was on it. You knew you knew the incident. You got to wear that. Bro, you're and, you're you're all about just like just finding it dirty in this in this year's election. Like you, you, you really don't want Dougie back in. You don't, you don't want Dougie. In, no, Dougie no, no, no. That's not in. that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I was just giving the other okay, like, the other side of like, okay. I mean, listen. If you need a campaign manager, Michael is uh, he is available. I don't know nah, his, ta- his 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 tactics are a little bit questionable, <laughs> and are they ethical? I you know that that's for the ethics board to, to decide, right? But bro, you you want to fight dirty? You're like, yo, take the gloves off and just throw sand in the man's eye. <laughs> yes, because and I I would hit him with like I'd go. Until June comes, I would hit him with like one big article, two big articles, three big. I'll just keep on hitting him, keep on low blowing it, keep on. And then all I'll do when I would come out, I'll be talking about housing. I'll be saying, yo, when I get elected, I'm giving anybody that tries to buy a house over a hundred thousand. The government will match you by giving you fifty thousand um, grants. So if you're trying to get a three thousand, three hundred thousand dollar house, and you only have fifty thousand, we will match you with another fifty thousand. If you only have thirty thousand, we will match you with another thirty thousand. And I promise you, all good stuff. The, Where's the money come from? Thank you for asking me this. The thirty percent tax that we have right now. A lot of it, the, the, a lot of it, most of it goes into construction and building up houses. We will make houses just more affordable through the 13% tax. We are not going to increase or decrease taxes. We're going to keep the threshold where it is because Canada, specifically Toronto, I'll talk about, is a growing business. So what we are going to do is not tax anybody anymore because we have the money. What we're going to do is build the houses and just set regulations to just make them more affordable. So we're instead of because the market, the market so has no regulations now. now. Now you're not taxing anyone. I love this idea. No, that no, no. I, don't, I don't have to pay taxes anymore. No, no, no. The market, great. the market doesn't have any regulations, though. The market just can go up and down whenever it feels like. Yeah, that's, so that's, if we called, set that, rules, that's called capitalism, bro. 
That's what happens when you live in a capitalistic society. Yo, we got we got to bring somebody in that knows this shit better than us. Like, we gotta. I'd love to hit up somebody and just be like, "Yo, could you talk to us about like the housing market and like why it's so high and like all that shit?" Like, thank you, you probably know somebody. Ask your sister's friend. <laughs> your you sister probably knows this shit more than us. Actually, you know what? I got I got a couple of people in my life who are who are real estate agents and stuff like that. So listen, I'll I'll hit them up this I'll hit them up this week. But this election, nonetheless, is it's 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 important provincial election. It's coming up. I don't know who's gonna win. Is it gonna be Dougie Fresh with his buck of beer 2.0? Or is it gonna be the NDP and Andrew Horbath? Or is it gonna be the Liberals and whoever the fuck is leading the Liberals? Or is it gonna be the Green Party? That would be interesting. Yo, if the Green Party did win, they would have to they would have to shoot like crazy. It'd be it'd be hilarious. Oh, speaking of like crazy, not crazy, because I don't think this person if you're is. About crazy. To say, if you're about to say Kanye's name, then yes, it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. He's not crazy. He's not crazy. Did you finish watching the doc or no? You didn't finish watching it. Um, you didn't finish watching it. You didn't finish watching. I think I have about like thirty minutes left. How do you feel about it? I feel good about it. Like, I, it, it's great, but it does like it kind of opens your eyes to Kanye. Does it? The, the start of the doc, right? I mm-hmm. really was like, wow, this is very high opening. You know, it, it it shows us, you know, Kanye's true drive and passion and stuff, and then. As the doc went on, it was like, damn, this nigga's a little bit of a narcissist. It's like, damn, he's really fucking cocky there. The man said, I don't know who the guy was in, in the doc. The man's like, yo, here, this is Kanye. Kanye's the best producer, rapper, blah, blah. He's like, yo, don't be calling me no producer, rapper. It's two of a different. I'm like, Kanye, it's a fucking compliment. Relax. You're on the train. Relax. Just be like, yo, man, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, he was causing some problems that were the, there was necessarily no problems. And, and the way that they, that the man, like, kind of diss Cootie, like, I was like, whoa. Do you think that Cootie, I know Cootie kind of portrayed himself as in person that he was like, he's building stuff and everything like that. And he was building, like, when Kanye left, they started building stuff with, like, other producers and everything like that. Do you think that Cootie was like, a little hurt by this because it sounded like to me in the doc that Kanye blew up and left his friends. Which of course, I think I think a lot of people don't understand the the um, aspects of just like not only leaving your friends but just like leaving the people behind. Just because, like you know, you you grew you grew up in the industry, like you grew to a new level that you can't bring everybody with you, and that's fair. Th- that's very fair. That's very fair. That I'm cool with, but to then call them back like they're your road dogs and everything, and be yeah, like, like, oh, like, like oh yeah, we're all back together. Yeah, like I, I'm like, ah, oh, that that didn't sit right with me because I'm like, are, are y'all are y'all not um ne- neglecting or not manipulating? But I forgot the word. But y'all are basically allowing this to happen because you guys are neglecting the fact that this is you're you are saying that this is an okay thing to do like what kanye whole legacy and everything was was that trying hard and breaking walls and going through doors and being fashion nice icon and doing all these things are that are crazy to most people but once you start doing them and believing in yourself like you have that mindset that like you always have to do that and i think that most times people don't have other people in their corner that'd be like, you really didn't have to like, you know, shit on that person or say it like that or like do it like that. Like sometimes well, 
I, I don't to- I don't think that they that they that he shit on them. It is I do I agree with you that it was a little bit disrespectful to to kind of like push the man to the side after he's been like, you know, worked with you for so long? Absolutely. Did the man feel a certain type of way? Absolutely. In the doc, you you can tell that he felt a certain type of way about it. But bring like just, you know, kind of like do using the the mandem like a like a freaking yo-yo like you know i want you now so i'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you in and hey, listen i don't need you now blah, blah blah just go away right if there i don't know if there's a conversation had between them would be like listen man i'm only gonna need you for about six months and then you know i you know just sit on the sideline then probably another four months later i'll hit you back up if that was like some kind of conversation they have with each other all right cool you know it, it is what it is it's just like you know, having like a, it's like you having a contract, right? You, you, mm. like your company's like, well, we're going to need you for 12 months. After 12 months, you know, we may not need you for another fucking, you know, six months. And then we'll probably get you back on a contract for another six months or, or whatever it may be. But like that, that I don't have a problem with, but I'm, I'm more of, of a person, especially when you have an abundance of money. I understand that you want, you want to keep your circle smaller than before. But I also understand that people have feelings. So, like, I, I just wondered about Cody. Like, that whole thing came off to me like Cody was a little bit desperate and a little bit, it was a little bit sad on his end. Like, to me, I thought, I thought Cody should have been more able to tell Kanye, no, that's not cool. Or, no, I'm not going to see you. Like, there was times where, like, he was like, oh, yeah. Then I went to go fly to go see Kanye. Then I went to go fly to come back to see my family. Then I went to go fly to go, like... And I understand you grew up with this guy and you did everything. You know what I mean, like, you're going to say no. I'm sure he got a bag every time, like, he went and linked up with Kanye. He didn't really say he got a bag. And no, 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 I, no I, know, I know you never said that, but I'm assuming he, he, he got some type of bag. And you know what? What it really comes down to, right? What it really comes down to is defining the relationship you have with someone, right? Because it seemed like they didn't have a good definition of their relationship. Was their relationship more of like, a, a working relationship or was it a friend who was just along for the ride and when I need you you come because I'm going to put money in your pocket and make sure you can feed your family and when I don't need you you leave because I don't need you right now you know what I mean because I, I think that's a, that's a thing that a lot of us always struggle with is defining those relationships that we have with people is the person who I'm spending time with is it just strictly a working relationship or is there, or is there a, a a friendship friendship, or is there a working friendship relationship, right? And it's mm. always trying to figure out what that relationship is and setting boundaries. Because if you don't set boundaries in those situations, people will take be taken advantage of, right? If I have a working relationship with someone, I'm not emotionally invested in it. So the things they say or the things I say to them, it's it's whatever. It's gonna roll off. It's gonna roll off my shoulder. But if I have like a working friend if i have a friendship slash working relationship with someone i'm gonna be more mindful about you know the things i say and 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 how we do things because if we have a good friendship i don't want to fuck that up by being so so involved in the work and the work comes first before our friendship that it just starts to deteriorate that's that's super interesting because um I, I think I think first of all, I really do think boundaries are very important. I'm learning that this year that like I have to start setting more boundaries. But also okay, then is it is would then would you blame is that Cody's fault or Kanye's fault? I think it's, it's both. It's their both fault of them. Then. It's both because I we again, no one we, communicated. We don't know, right? We're only assuming right now. Okay, we're, yes, we're assuming, yes, we are assuming. We yeah, don't ahead. know Go if they that. but it but to me, it didn't seem like 
they had a conversation to define what their relationship was, right? Because I think if if their relationship was defined early on, that it was a strictly business working relationship, I don't think the man would be so salty. But because there was a friendship there before it actually things got actually serious and real money was starting to get involved and X, Y, and Z, that it kind of feels like it is a friendship working business relationship, which in that situation, you got to manage it a lot differently than you would a working relationship. From a bigger conversation, do you think that um, as a society, we lack like better communication? Between like the, like just just in general, do you think that yes, one hundred percent? I agree too. I agree too because I I I I think that as a joint, like I'll I'll give you an example. Like I'm, I just started talking to this girl, whatever, whatever, and she, we were texting. We just started texting like I would say like two days ago. First, and we were talking about something. Uh, we just started texting and then, uh, I was trying to book something and then I was like yo good morning and then she didn't text me back until today around like 3pm it was like a day after and she's like apologized and everything and I was first gonna text her like yo I don't find this like comfortable like I don't really like the fact that you took a day and a half to not say anything and everything. but then I like I, I realized I was like wait wait like go give out grace like you know Maybe that person was busy. Maybe they had something that came up, and she was like, "Maybe I'm like, they're Yo. getting dicked down." That might be true too. <laughs> but like, like I had to be like, so I asked the straight up question. I'm like, "Yo, do you do this often? Like, do you do this like type of thing where you just don't text for like days on end?" Because I do know people like that that just are bad texters or just like, "Yo, you gotta call me" type shit. So I asked, and the person like, and it came off to her and. The type of energy I got from it, and it's just again it's through reading it, it came off as in like I was questioning her whole life. She's like, "What did I do this before?" I'm like, "Nigga, you did this now. <laughs> like, this is now present. This is a present thing. So yes, you did this now." But she's like, "Yo, like, it some." So I apologize, but yeah, something came up, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, "I right, forget you apologize, whatever, whatever." But I think that there's. There, the moral of this I'm trying to say is that I think that there's a big lack of communication between people when it just comes to like general shit or like when we don't like somebody like we, we don't communicate like yo I don't fuck with you anymore like we should end this shit but we just let the shit drag on and then let, let the text become drier and drier I'm like nah we should just dead it so I might be judging here but like whatever I think it's just a, it's a new generational type thing I think back in the day that if you didn't like someone, you 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 should be like, yo, man, I don't fuck with you. Like, don't come around, whatever. But nowadays, I think we are we're all so worried about hurting people's feelings and having people, you know, potentially say bad things about us. So we, mm. so we, you know, we we when we want to distance ourselves from someone, we'll do it in a way that hopefully doesn't really hurt their feelings. And and, and I get it. People right? take rejection it's, too personally. People take rejection exactly. really personally. Like it's it's that like I think I was talking to a girl about this yesterday and she said that people take rejection as in like it's their like when I perfect example when I reject I saw this girl that when I reject women women give unsolicited advice to me about why I'm rejecting them. <laughs> and it's always the I, I was I'm like I didn't ask for this. <laughs> like I told you it was over and now you're giving me unsolicited advice of why that I'm the bad person and, and that you're not bad that I'm good. I'm you're too good for me 
or I'm too good for you type shit. I'm like, no, like it was not going to work out and I feel it and I know it and I know this feeling. So I'm good. But like people getting rejecting hurts, I think. And I think that people don't, people don't understand that there's a difference between getting rejected and just general sense of like, Hey, this relationship's not working or Hey, this, this, this thing that we're trying to build is not real and it's not going to work out. And you're an amazing person regardless, but this that we tried isn't going to work and that's okay. And that's fine. And you should be able to move on. But I think thousand percent, but I think now what happened is that like, we took that bigger rejection of like, Oh, you're rejecting me. Me? Oh no, no, no. It's not me. It's you. You you you're too cuddly or you're too possessive or you're too no 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 no. I'm 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 in therapy every week, Ma. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I know my demons here. I know what I, I want, I don't want. Like, but like I think sometimes we, we should take rejection as in like, yo, you know what, man, you're right, man. Thank you for everything. Yo, if you want to be friends, we'll be friends. But if we don't, like you think this is just not gonna work out in general, man blessings bro and let's keep it moving like, but like most people can't do that because like yo i'm not mature like that fuck you fuck you no 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 i need to tell you why you're bad and and once you get that i think that i was telling one of my one of my friends she was like once you get that like there's no point she's like yo like you won because like i need to tell you why you're a bad person after i told you like let's stop this you won you knew you're a good person but i think some people take that and do like oh no 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 Am I a bad person? Like, it's a lot of self confidence issues. It's the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, listen, man. I I have learned to deal with rejection like pretty. I think pretty well because being a radio, <laughs> you know, the amount of fucking nose you get is, <laughs> is so much. It's so much, and sometimes because I remember when I first started out, I was literally questioning like m- m- my my skills. What I what I do, what I bring to the table, because I got so many fucking no's, or I just wouldn't hear back from people. But recently, I I I found out that I didn't get a job, and and mm-hmm. I was like, cool. I'm like, thank you for I'm like, thank you for calling me and letting me know, blah blah. And then we talked for a little bit, and then the next, literally the next day, I sent an email just saying, hey, thank you so much for for calling me and letting me know the decision. I was just wondering, is there, do you have any, uh, you know feedback which I could use to work on going forward and and it, it's funny because what I thought she was going to say is exactly what 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 she said I was like damn okay I'm like now I know what to tweak and work on going forward but it's just like just be okay with it man like it's not sometimes if someone doesn't want to be in your life or a job doesn't want to hire you whatever whatever it, it is what it is, right? It's not necessarily it's okay that, to, you know, it's okay that you're bad. It doesn't make you a bad person. Burn. No, it, just take it and roll it, with it. It's not a reflection of you. It's just like, yo, that job needed a more experienced blah, blah, blah. Or that person needed a more this person. Or they needed something that resembled their ex that you have no idea what that looked like. And that's okay. But what we have to start doing, and I'm what I started doing is like, we have to start coming to the tables and being like, hey, is this what I'm feeling? And if this is so, like, let's end this. Or if this is so, like, let's not go any further and, like, delay the process of, like, of doing something for, like, three, six months. Like, why? Why? I did that. I've done that. And I'm like, I told the girl, like, right after, I'm like, yo, I should have, like, and I, I, I said it's true. I'm like, yo, I should have, after the first day, told you, like, I did not like you. And this is on me. This is not on you because we spent like two or three months and whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, I knew after the first were day, I did not though? like you. 
No, relax, Manchi. Relax. I have respect for the woman I talk to. Oh my gosh. Shut up. You were smashing. Any woman I talk to. Listen, the reason why Mike kept this going for two, three months is he was smashing. He's like, man, I don't want to be going looking. It was wintertime too, yo. My hair up in the cuffing season. Fam. You can't lie to me. You can't lie to me. I see through the facade. So Kanye and PD did. lady out there who was with Mike and he broke your heart. Pete Davidson was out here. Cuffed you up. Um, he cuffed, cuffed you up for cuffing season. He used you like a fucking, like a fucking piece of toilet paper, and then flushed you down the toilet when he was done. You know what? Doing his business. He's a terrible God. fucking person. You are. You, you're a queen. You're a queen. You don't need a guy <laughs> like Mike. All right. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Petey, Big Dick Petey, man, out here. No, winning no, skeet, skeet, bro, skeet, skeet, skeet. Big D ski, yeah, like he's winning. I love it. I <laughs> yo, love the man, the man is so disrespectful, bro. But I love it. And Lil, listen, <laughs> I love it. Yo, someone needs to get Soldier Boy, bro. Someone needs to get Soldier Boy and tell him to shut the fuck up. I saw this video where he's like, "Let's see your skeet. You skeet. You can't be talking like Kanye like that. What the fuck you think, nigga? I'm gonna show up, and find you. I'm like, listen." Are you really desperate to be that relevant again? That you're gonna just do and say anything? No one is scared of you, Soldier Boy. No one is scared of Big Dra- Draco at all. I didn't even hear about this. I did not hear about this yeah. at all. Like I did not. Like I'm sure you 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 heard what you heard. You saw and heard and read the text conversation between Pete Davidson when he was like, "Yo, oh, I'm yeah, in, yeah, I'm with yeah. that was funny." Bed. And then Soldier Boy, for some reason, unsolicited, decided to hop on social media, post a video going at Pete Davidson, talking about you can't talk to Kanye like that. Don't you dare talk to him like that. Big Draco's going to pull up. Big Draco's the only one who can pull up. I'm like, yo, shut up, bro. Just go back to smoking your weed and 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 do whatever the hell you're doing. Like, just like stay out of it. It's becoming like this. I'm done, bro. I'm done with this whole entire Kanye Pete Davidson thing. You know, Instagram banned him for 24 hours because of like hate speech. The Grammys aren't letting him perform at the Grammys anymore, even though he's up for five. He's up for five different awards. Like, I don't no, like no, that. I don't like that. You're not showing up. I don't like that. Why don't you like, I don't like that? that? I don't like that. I don't Why? like that. Because it's like you're picking and choosing of when Kanye is good and bad. Like Kanye has always been a narcissist and everything like that, but yes. he's just. He's just expressing it more on social media. Like, I don't like the fact, like, the Grammys are for, like, music. Like, just keep it strictly music. Like, you shouldn't be involved in, like, Yeah, but you know, you know what Kanye's going to do, bro. If he gets an award and he goes up there and he starts, no, you know he's going to go bro. off on some shit. He but always like, that does. But, like, that doesn't involve you, though. Like, your, your specific award. It's their no, show. No, but your specific. But but Zengli, your award show is about music. Yes, it's not about my life. If yes. I want to talk about my life when you give me my award, that's my that's my issue. That's not your issue. Okay, your your whole platform is you, about uplifting right. music. And if I if I'm the winner and I created this amazing album that you nominated me for, then no, I'm not. I should not be banned for my views or my thoughts or my opinions of what I believe in. Now, if you're if you're saying my award show, the award show is about the views and thoughts of this, and we want this to be the views and thoughts of this whole award show, that's a different thing. But the award show is about music, and music. Most some music that the award shows are doing is about gun violence, people dying, people being killed. Being uh, that's okay; those people are allowed to come in. People going to jail, people, sex, sex, all that shit's cool. 
But kind of like, do you understand how how that like looks? I'm like, wait, I get, bro, I get, I get where you're coming from, and you're make you're making 100 percent sense. But at the same time, if you look at it like the way they're probably looking at it, they're like, listen, this guy is being going off the fucking rails. He's bullying. He he's harassing, hate speech, blah blah blah, all this type of shit. Do we really want all that stuff to potentially happen on our award show? And plus, it also has to do with a little bit with Trevor Noah, who's hosting the award show. I don't know exactly what Trevor Noah said on his show, but he said something. And obviously, Kanye didn't like it. Kanye doesn't like anyone who's going against him at this time, mm-hmm. right? I don't necessarily agree with the Grammys stopping him from, from from performing, but at the same time, I get it, bro. He's in a he's in a, a shit right now, and he's just you just don't know what he's going to do on that stage uh, on a show uh, where you know there are millions and millions of people watching live. What is he gonna say? What is he gonna do? God, listen, I love you. Know me. I love Kanye. I'm always gonna say he is a fucking musical genius, bro. No one does it better than he does. But I get it from a business standpoint why they would take that stance and be like, "Yo, Kanye's not performing." They're not saying he can never perform. They're just saying for this Grammys coming up, the nigga ain't performing. You can still receive your awards, but you are not performing. They're not taking his awards from him. That's always saying that you can't that you can't get up there and do and do a performance. Which I'm like, all right, fine, like whatever. But obviously, Kanye is going to feel some type of way with it. The, the fucking game feels some type of way with it. This is the craziest thing to me. You have motherfuckers hopping out the window for Kanye, you know, about this whole entire uh, him not being able to perform at the Grammys and and Big Draco hopping on social media and getting involved in this stuff. Why aren't y'all niggas talking to him? Why aren't y'all niggas saying like, <laughs> yo, what is going on? Why are you freaking out like this? Do we need to take you to a fucking psych ward and, and have you have detox for like, you know, six months or whatever? Like, y'all love to hop up on some bullshit. Him not being able to perform at the Grammys, who gives a fuck? Who cares? If you want to see Kanye, he's doing Sunday services. He's putting on shows. You can go fucking see him, bro. Sit down and talk with him. You know, who knows what's going on, bro? But y'all niggas want to jump out the window on some bullshit. Am I wrong? Kind of, because like, uh, they're they're jumping out the window because uh, it's like a protective society, I think. It's like if somebody said something about you, Zanga, and since I know you more than I would say most people, I would jump out the window and be like, nah, I don't believe it. I'm riding with Zanga. I'm good with it. I'll take the heat too. Zanga didn't do it. Da, da, da. They could say like, yo, Zanga got into a fight at a bar, got drunk and punched somebody and slapped some girl's ass. I would sit there on <laughs> the next day. Didn't see it. Don't believe it. Don't see it in him. And they could have a full video. Didn't see it. Don't believe it. That's not him. That's not his shirt. I don't believe it. You can see your, I can see your full face. Don't believe it. I'm riding with him. He didn't do it. We'll see you on the pod next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it if nigga, he did. Bro. Because I'm like, yo, if I'm riding with you and I say you my dog and I believe in you, then we could definitely talk. Like, obviously, if that did happen, like there was assault and stuff, I'd be like, yo, Zango, my nigga, what the fuck were you doing? Like, yeah, ride, or die. Like, ride or die till like, the wheels fall off. Right or wrong. Yeah, but like there would have been a conversation too. We'll figure, we'll figure it out later. Uh, bro, I can exactly. say, but this is different, bro. We talking about business. We talking about people like, you know, when it comes. Again, but that bro, is business, though. When, when it comes that to business. money, when it comes to money, bro, people don't want to have their money and shit fucked out. Imagine if Kanye got up there and said some the the most in insane craziest thing about Pete Davidson or, or Kim Kardashian up there and it fucked up the Grammys money. 
them niggas ain't gonna be too happy about that. They'll be like, what? Um, They'll be like, what? <laughs> They'll be like, yo, ban that motherfucker for the rest of his life until he comes to his senses. Listen, I, Mike, I'm right there with you. If the game was like, if, if this was like, you know, if the Grammys are saying that, you know, Kanye, I, I don't know. The game is riding for the wrong reason. Like, bro, leave it. It's not that serious. Oh, the Grammys. But I mean, like, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe Kanye will bum rush the stage and just fucking perform. I don't know. It would be interesting, but it would be on Twitter all over. Um, but Are we done with Kanye, though? Are we done yeah, with Kanye? Yeah, we're done Kanye? with Kanye. Like, no, I mean, like, done, I mean, like, done I mean, like, I mean, like, done. Like, we're like, like everyone, like, let's take Kanye off the news cycle. Let's put him to the side. No. And like, no. I just want it to be Crazy. over. Why no. can't it be done, dating, Kanye? He's dating Kim Kardashian. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you stupid? He's not dating, dating Kim, Kim Kardashian Kim? anymore. Well, he he's still talking about Kim, and Kim is a popular Ooh. figure model. Like he is dating. No, he, he's dating a girl who who looks like him, though. That's um. That's hilarious. That's what. That's, he, what is that? What is that telling you, though? What is that telling? That is telling. Me, that's telling me that you need help. Like, as I, okay, let's say let's say Zanga, you dated a girl that looked exactly like your ex, and I and I knew your girl, and I met the your new girl that looked exactly like your ex. I would pull you to the side and be like, "Yo, my G, you good? You we good here? Like, you know she looks like Shorty." You'd be like, "Oh no, but she different." Yeah, she's, she's different, different though. She's different. <laughs> no, she's not. You're <laughs> mentally not over this. Like, but that's, again, who are those people for Kanye? Who are those people that have those It's the same it's motherfuckers known? who are jumping out the window for him right now about the damn Grammys. Those are the ones who should be jumping out the window being like, yo, Kanye, bro, you gone too far. You gone too far. But ain't nobody doing that. And I think maybe it's because, I don't know, they they... You know they want Kanye's productions. And listen, Soldier Boy, the man took you off your off his album, and he and he straight up disrespected you on Drink Champs, and you jumping out the window for him. You got your priorities all mixed up. But by the way, Soldier Boy, shoutouts to you and congratulations to you for uh, uh, you know ha- having a having a boy coming. He's gonna have a I think it's his first child. I think it's his first child. I don't know. But yeah, they he they put out a, a gender reveal party, so he's he's having a having a boy. Which is gonna be exciting. We're gonna have a little Draco. <laughs> I just, I just want to. I don't, I don't be watching these things. I'm not on Instagram, so this is a beautiful lifestyle I live. Um, Zenga, this is the end of our pod. That's I the end of so this much. episode. <laughs> love you so this much. Is... I'll be back soon in, in, in my actual studio working, and then we will go for another one. Um, thank you guys. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that shit. Like we love y'all regardless. If you just listen to us once, if you listen to us and you're catching up on the episodes, we love y'all regardless. Um, and stay, stay, stay out the streets. And if the Grammys want to <laughs> ban us, ban us. Bang, boom. See how I related everything together? That's called uh, closing statement. Love y'all. Zanga, oh any closing god. things? Oh my god. All right, man. Until the next episode, tell us when you love them. Take care of one another. And peace and love, baby. <laughs>